I'm leaving to France tomorrow. I'm so excited. You going where? To France. France in, what? you know, the baguettes and the Eiffel Tower. Oh, you mean France. No, I mean France. Why is your accent so weird, Evie? Hi there, I'm Ben Robinson. And I'm Evie Maguire, and you're listening to Seeking Sydney, where we answer the questions you have about your city. Have you ever wondered about your own accent? Maybe you've lived in Sydney your whole life, you're out with some friends from interstate one night, and they pull you up on your accent, or the way you say some words. Is this just a Sydney thing? Or do all Australian states have their own accents? Well, that's what we're here to find out. I'm from Adelaide, and everyone says that my accent is more posh and British-sounding than others. I'm from Sydney, and according to Ben, I just can't speak. We really want to get to the bottom of this, so we rang up Felicity Cox from the Department of Linguistics at Macquarie University, who happens to be the leading authority on the Australian accent. And she told us that there is a Sydney accent, and it actually dates back to colonisation. The Australian English accent probably started in Sydney. And of course, that's because Sydney had the first European settlement. And the accent started, we believe, by the children. So people came here to Australia as convicts and as uh, administrative personnel and so on in the very early days of European settlement. Some children came along as well. And those people spoke with lots of different kinds of accents from the British Isles. At some point, the children started to speak like each other, so they kind of developed this peer sort of an accent. And that happens automatically when people interact with each other. They start to sound alike, and it's more likely to happen in children than it is in adults. It does happen in adults too, and I'm sure you've been in a situation where you've been speaking to somebody who has a slightly different accent from you, and you start talking like them. But Ben, I don't understand. Is Felicity saying that Sydney ciders do have their own accent? Well, yes and no. Australia is such a big place, but the range of accents within Australia isn't as diverse as, say, the accents in the UK, where you can head 50 miles up the road and hear a different accent altogether. But still, even though it may not be as broad, the Australian accent does have variations between the cities and states. There are certain vowel sounds that are a little bit different. So uh, think about the vowel sound in a word like beer. If I say beer, that's more likely to be spoken by a person from Sydney than by a person from Perth who would be more likely to say beer. That's the difference between Sydney and Perth. But the one state that does have a reputation for having a different sounding accent is South Australia, with words like France and France and dance and dance sounding different to other cities. The popular theory is because South Australia didn't take convicts, but Felicity Cox says that may not be the reason after all. But it's actually probably more to do with the fact that South Australia was settled a little bit later than some of the other centres. So the accents that developed from South Australia are a little bit more progressive or a little bit more progressed in English because what happens is that accents change continuously through interactions between people. So language is constantly in change and that change spreads through communities and it spreads from community to community. So if you're growing up in a community that has a progressive type of accent, 
then those progressive accents will spread to more conservative communities. And so we might think of Sydney as being, at some point, being more conservative, and so some of the more progressive accents are, more, are now spreading through. The biggest difference that I noticed straight away is the classic dance, dance, chance, chance thing, which I'm sure you guys would have noticed. I get a lot of crap from people uh, when I say, oh, I'm going dancing or, uh, you know, what's the chance of this or I'm moving to France or something like that. Because over here, people say France and chance and dance and it's sort of a more broad sounding open mouth sort of thing. This is Stanley Browning, an actor who lives in Sydney but actually grew up in Adelaide. And he says that in his move to Sydney, he definitely noticed a difference in the local accent. Someone from New South Wales would say camel and hit the L when someone from South Australia might say camel mm. with a W. Camel. Camel. I don't know what it is. Compared to camel. <laughs> like camel milk yogurt would be camel milk yogurt. So although uh, South Australians have this very cultivated accent, they also are pretty lax on some consonants. New South Wales, for example, they speak with quite an open mouth, and so they actually over-articulate in a way, even though they have strange diphthongs and word sounds. Has an, a boss of yours ever said, can you please act a Sydney accent? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I how did, do you I did study some... that? <laughs> the only time that's happened to me uh, is when I worked in children's theatre uh, last year, um, and so I was doing shows to schools, and... When you're performing to children specifically, you need to be very clear and you need to take your time and you need to say, uh, you need to get through the information so they can just understand it because otherwise it's just going to go over their heads. And so speaking in the accent that they're used to kind of relinquishes any confusion. Um, so there were things like I do a show at the moment where one of the lines is, it's time for you to dance. And I was saying it's time for you to dance and they had to say, look, it's, it's easier if you say dance, otherwise they're going to get confused or they're going to laugh and it's going to be a different gag. Well, how about inner Sydney accents? Is there a difference between the Sydney suburbs? Is the Newtown accent, for example, different to people from the North Shore? Well, we asked Felicity Cox, and she said that although that may not be the case, your accent is actually indicative of a lot more than just where you're from. Does Sydney have a specific accent? Well, we don't really know because we haven't really done the work yet, although we're starting to do quite a bit of research to see if there's variation across Sydney. We think that there are some variations, but we're not exactly sure what they are yet. It's important to recognise that accent is about identity as well. We express our identity through the way we speak, and it's not necessarily the words we use or the grammatical constructions we use, but through our accents. And our accents have developed as a result of the people we grew up with, the people we spent time with when we were kids, but also accents change as a result of people you spent time with throughout your lifetime. So, uh, you know, accents are a really important part of identity. Whilst Felicity says your accent expresses your identity and shows who you grew up with and where, maybe it's not actually that simple. I am Sydney born and raised and for some reason my accent doesn't sound like it's from Sydney. People are like, where are you actually from? Are you even from Australia? Did you grow up here? Um, And I have. This is Sid Sharma and what he had to say really baffled us. How can you live in Sydney your whole life and have an accent that doesn't sound Australian at all? His parents are Indian, but even that doesn't really play a part in his accent. 
My mother has an Indian accent, actually, um, because she's a migrant. My father kind of switches in between, right? So he has like a super Akka accent when he wants it and an Indian accent otherwise. So there is no trace of whatever people are picking up. Now, at this point, I'm just confused. How can someone like Sid, who's born and bred in Sydney, sound so American? I mean, he doesn't have a Sydney accent at all. How could that happen? We asked Felicity how Sid's accent could sound so different, and she said that the key could lie in his aspirations. You do find people who aspire to a particular group or have had some contact with a particular group in their adolescence or in their younger days, and so characteristics of that accent may percolate through and be maintained. So I'm not suggesting that your friend has aspirations to be American, but maybe the characteristics of the accent are something to do with other people he spends time with, you know, some, something to do with the, that person's aspirations. So what if Sid's accent isn't actually that different? What if Sid's blend of different accents is the future of the Sydney accent? Maybe that's what Sydney will sound like in 50 years. I mean, after all, the accent is constantly changing, right? The Sydney accent is definitely changing. In fact, all accents that are in use are always changing. And there are lots of different pressures on accents. Vowels sort of move around and that's nothing to do with how people feel about their language. It's just simply about the system of speech sounds. But speech sounds also change because of interaction, because of who you're talking to at any particular time. So if we live in a, and we do live in a highly multicultural city with a huge amount of cultural linguistic diversity, then there's bound to be change that's associated with that diversity. So to answer the question, there is a Sydney accent, but it's not a defined one. It depends on all kinds of things like where you live and who you like to hang out with. The accent we speak now won't last forever. It's actually constantly changing and becoming more diverse just like Sydney. But Evie? Yes, Ben? It's France, not France.